This is the old, this is the thing we started here. Yeah. So again, starting uh, Hebrews chapter three, uh, Hebrews was, or, or as we, we discussed earlier that, uh, that as an Orthodox church, uh, we believe that it is, uh, the author is St. Paul himself, one of St. Paul's uh, epistles, uh, was written to Christian who are from uh, Jewish background, who were going through, uh, will be going through tribulations, through hardships, so uh, St. Paul is, is uh, warning them and getting their attention again to know who is your savior, right? And with that, we, we, we said that he is, or he started to do some uh, comparison between, between the high figures of the, of, the, of the Christians from a Jewish background in order to remind them that he is above all. He is, so the theme again of Hebrews, that he is higher than better than right so we, we, we take from we took from from chapter one again that he is better he is higher than the law right and then the prophets and then the angels and then comes chapter three we'll talk more and, and in more details about he is higher than moses 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 for the jewish people was as we all know that he is the 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 the, the deliverer of the law Right? So, so the one that's brought the law. So with that, with that, and again, maybe some of us will, will ask about, you know, okay, that was their problem and, 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 and they were looking at Moses as the, you know, the high figure, the bigger figure of, of, of uh, representing God, you know, that's not relevant to us now. So, but we'll, as we'll study together, as we'll see together, that actually it is very, very relevant to each one of us. But before that, you know, the, the, the last verse that we stopped at last uh, week, which is uh, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18, uh, for in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Hebrews chapter 2 and the last verse, verse 18, uh, for in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. And we, we, we said that we'll maybe take this with us for the week and see exactly how we can, how we can see that, you know, as we go through the trouble, the, 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 the tribulation, the challenges, how we can relate that he also went through that. And as we were saying that yes, last week, that uh, the word able to aid, if you remember, what did we say the actual meaning of it is what? Anybody remembers? Hmm? Rushing to help a crying baby. So it's a very beautiful actually meaning of that. So not just that he is able to aid, okay, you're in trouble, I'm gonna come and, and try to help you. The actual word is used actually that for a person that is rushing to help a crying baby. Yeah, and, and we said that we are all that crying baby in a way, right? We, we were crying babies. <laughs> Each one of his own struggle and own, own trouble. But, uh, but knowing that he went through that, he is that man, as you'll see actually from, from chapter three, the man that is willing to rush to help and to carry a crying baby, right? And that was the end of, of, of chapter uh, two as he was comparing again Christ uh, to the angels and he is better than the angels. He is he's much more than the angels. Cool. Martha, following? Yes, uh, which, what chapter in Hebrew? Uh, two. So the end of two, and we're starting three right now. So this was the, the, the last chapter, the last verse of chapter two. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Okay. And, and maybe, maybe just before we start chapter three, that if anybody wants to, uh, to, to um, share anything specifically about this verse from last week, just a personal reflection, personal experience, something that you went through and, uh, and that verse came actually as, as aid, as help. Uh, feel free to do that now. If not, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and start uh, chapter three together. For me, Doreen, yes. Sorry, connected with, I, don't, I can't get the verse. Okay, well, speak up a little bit so people can, uh, can see you and hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you were talking about struggling for the others in Colossians. Yes. So these two verses mm. connected for me together. Mm. Also, Christ is suffering on earth for us so that we should know him and be able to have. Yes. 
Yes, we, 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 with the other group, we're studying the epistle of St. Paul to the Colossians, and we were talking about St. Paul, how he is uh, fulfilling the, 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 the liking of the others, right? Uh, and, and, and again, it's the idea that at the end of the day, it's Christ who's fulfilling everything, right? And we relate everything to him, right? Not to ourselves and not to our willingness or ability to, to fill anything, but it's basically uh, Christ who fulfills everything uh, in us. Whatever we are lacking, he is the one. And that's exactly what St. Peter said in, in 1 Peter chapter 5. Maybe you can just read this real quick. Um, Thomas, how are you? I'm good, Abuna. Um, good. First uh, Peter, First uh, Peter chapter five and verse ten. First Peter, chapter five and verse ten. If somebody can read it real quick, I'll bring it on the screen also, uh, so we all have this. Because, but because this is actually very, very, very uh, uh, relevant to what we're talking about uh, right now. So, uh, Peter five. And verse 10. That's right. Yes. And after you have suffered a little while, after you have suffered a little while, let me share the screen here so you can see it. Uh, and you tell me how is that related to what we're talking about uh, right now? Did we disconnect? And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Right? How do you think this is really related to, to that last verse of chapter 2? What do you think, guys? Is, can you see the, the parallel between both or not? How? After you have suffered, he also has suffered, right? And then he said that since he suffered, he is able to aid, right? And here, how is he aiding us in, in, in First Peter chapter 5? Through, he's talking about how many things? Four. What are they? Yes, restoration, confirmation, strengthening, or establishment, or in different translation, restoration, establishment, strengthening, and settling, right? So this is whose work? His work, his work, right? And, and when we come to the, to the fact, again, that we are, we are going through things on our own and we are too, too difficult and too hard, we have to remember this. We have to remember that exactly he went through this. And because of that, he is rushing to carry us and to help that crying baby, not only to carry us, but to do what? To establish. And each one of those four things is very, 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 very meaningful, right? To, to complete and to uh, strengthen and to confirm and to restore. Every single one of this is actually reason for us to live again, knowing that we are, we are not alone in that, right? Okay, so let's let's move with that to, to, to chapter two and to see exactly uh, chapter three, I mean, and see what we have and what is the text about and how is that again uh, going with the full full um, understanding of the purpose of the of the epistle itself, right? As we said before, the, the Hebrews is not an actual normal epistle, but it's more of what exhortation. Right, more of a sermon. So then you don't see the normal body of like introduction and the body of the epistle and then the comfort, the, the conclusion of the epistle, but it all comes as an actual teaching, actual teaching. Why is that again? Because, because he, he, the purpose is very, very, very important that again, he see people who are about to apostate, about to leave, about to deny and to go back again to their own life because of hardship, right? Tribulation, right? And that's why we're saying that it's very, very relevant because a lot of times with what, maybe again, we're not, we're not going through, you know, persecution or, or things, but we all struggling and there are always hardships in our lives. 
And a lot of times we feel like we are very, very exhausted and very, very, you know, we can't continue to do that. So you know what? I'm just going to go on with my own previous life, right? Whatever that life. And that's why we're talking here about when we say that, that they, they, he is comparing here Christ with Moses because at one point Moses became to them as what? God, exactly. So they, are, they idolized God. Right? Although he's in a very, very good figure, in a very spiritual way, and the, 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 the deliverer of the law. But it's very, very tricky when we sometimes use the things that we do as God, not to take us to God. Right? And because of that, we are not growing. We are not, as we, we will see here, we are not even uh, 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 joyful. Because we do things that are not what? We think that it is taking us to God, but actually we start to worship certain things and that becomes very 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 dangerous to do that so uh, let's read chapter three from one to six and um, and see where we're at and and take it step by step as we do uh, hopefully to, to to cover the six verses today maybe not but uh, let's be uh, hopeful to to do that so uh hebrews three from one to six therefore Holy brothers, and I read from the ESV, so if, if it's a little bit different than your translation, just don't uh, freak out. It's just an English standard version versus uh, New King James or whatever verse you, version you use. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession, who was faithful to him who appointed him, who was faithful to him who appointed him, just as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. As much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. And then comes verse four and in, in the translation here, it's in parentheses because as we will talk about it, it's kind of a, a, a tricky verse. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God end of quote right and then verse five now moses was faithful in all god's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken later but christ is faithful over god's house as a son and we are his house if indeed we help we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope let's just stop at this point for now what do you think of this i want to hear from you therefore holy brothers you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. Let's just take the first verse. What do you think? Hmm? Very good point. This is probably the only time in the New Testament that is calling Jesus, St. Paul specifically calling Jesus a, an apostle. Okay. What do you think? And we'll talk about this later when we get to it, but it's, it's, it's very, very, very interesting observation that yes, he's calling, you know, we're not used to calling Christ apostle, right? Okay. What else? This is one point. Let's just put it aside for now. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Don't worry. What else? Online people share anytime. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus. Let's just pause here. What do you think? We are all called. By what? What kind of calling? Heavenly calling. What does that mean? Why, why heavenly? Why not just, you know, who share in a calling, heavenly calling? Is there a heavenly calling, an earthly calling? Yes. yes. Okay. Why? How, Martha? Um, just, well, just simple as that. They're secular and non secular. Okay. That's, that's really, really yes. 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 There are two different yeah. visions and goals, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. You have the earthly wisdom and then you have the heavenly. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Stephanie wanted to say something. Um, I think I, I was just thinking about um, everyone being called to be 
there is a word in there, like you just said, you just asked. Everyone is called, you know, by um, perhaps it's the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to remember. It's a different verse, though, in a different chapter. Per perhaps the epistle, the one of the Pauline epistles, I, I can't remember. Um, but everyone is called to be a, and then I'm try I was just trying to think of that word, <laughs> like you, you asked. But everyone is called to be that, and we are that. So I, right. I and I'm trying to think of that. I it lists it's listing high priest, and I'm trying to think of. There's another word. <laughs> in, in, in That's the, what I'm thinking of. Of the Ephesians chapter four, uh, and verse one, and uh, is 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 a very very similar verse, and and it, it gets our attention also to something that's very important, where where Saint Paul talks about, I therefore a prisoner of the Lord urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, right? So the calling that which you have been called. And here he, he, he is he's clarifying this more and more to say that it's a heavenly calling, right? So again, the point is, is there an earthly calling and heavenly calling or there is only from God at least, from God. There's only one from God, right? right? And that, that, that kind of relates right away to St. Paul himself when he says that our, citizen, our citizenship is from heaven, right? So if our citizenship from heaven, then the, the calling has to be heavenly, right? And the blessing, as if you go back again to Ephesians chapter 1, blessed is God who blesses with all heavenly, spiritual blessings in heaven, right? Spiritual heaven. So that, that kind of, from, from, from the get going of this chapter, he's, he's talking about, about a couple of things. Number one, that we are holy brethren, right? Holy means, again, set aside. We are set aside for him. Holy, like you read or you hear holy, holy, like, okay, that, that's not me. You know? He's talking about those saints that we know in the Synexarium and the icons in the church and, and all those people with the, with the, with the hollow on, on top of their head. And, and, and that's not me. I, I'm not that holy. No, we are holy. Each one of us holy. Why holy? Because each one of us was chrismated. Each one of us was set aside. Each one of us was called to be a child of God. Right? So if, if I take someone from the street and adopt somebody and said, hey, you are, you're going to carry my name, you are set aside for me. I expect you to what? To follow me, right? And to respect me and to love me and for me to love you and to have that relationship. So here, after he, he went on with the, with the, with the uh, comparison between Christ and between the law, between the, the, the angels, between the prophets. Now he's, he's attacking a very, very, very crucial uh, point, which is uh, the, 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 he is greater than Moses, but in order to, to understand that we have to realize that we are what? We are holy, right? And he's not coming greater than Moses as an authoritative power, Right, but no, with a different law, different, you know, the law of, of Christ, as, as St. Paul calls it in the other epistle, right? The law of Christ. So that law of Christ based on what? Based on love. And based on what you are set aside for me. That's why using the word brethren, not only brethren that we are all brothers, but he also reminds us of what, as we discussed last week, we are his brothers, right? So if you go again to chapter two, that he said that he does not, he's not ashamed to call us brothers. Chapter two, verse 11. He, does, he is not, he's not ashamed to call us brothers. So by calling, by, by, by addressing them again as brethren, he's reminding them of what? That you are not only brothers to each other, but you are brothers to whom? To Christ. Can we say that we are brothers to Christ? Yes, because he is the one who said that, not us. He's the one who said that I am not ashamed to call you brothers. Why is that? Because again, because we are, he took our nature, right? And he became one of us in order to restore us back again. Yusuf and Nora, welcome. Hebrews chapter three. Thank you, Abuna. You are welcome. Yusuf, you're alive. I have to ask you this every time because I, I'm just, I just, you know, you know how much I love you. 
There you go. <laughs> so, so he starts the chapter with this, with this particular passage and this particular, again, as if he is starting all over again. Now, wherefore, what does wherefore mean? The beginning. Therefore or wherefore in the, in the other translation. What does that mean? So, which means what? Based on, based on all what we've talked about. Based on what we said that Jesus is be better than this. Based on what we said that Jesus is, as he described Jesus in chapter, in chapter one, that he is the radiant of, the, of, the, of God, right? That he is the, the imprint, that he is the, 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 the creator. Based on all those things, now it comes to something that's very, very important that you are selected and you are set aside for a heavenly calling. So make sure that everything that you do is what is heavenly, right? Now, is that relevant? You know, okay, Abuna, we're, 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 yes, it is heavenly calling, but we are still on earth. So how can we have the balance? Is it possible? How? Exactly. He said that right there before, he said like, just go on. Even if you cry, I am there too, to carry you. Right? You're not alone. I've done this. I've been in that world already. And I lived as a man. That's why here, even in, in verse 3, you'll see that he, he calls him the man. Right? That man. Right? In, 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 the, that, in the translation. So he is saying that, you know what? Remember that you are called for a heavenly calling. That means that you are supposed to act as heavenly citizens. Right? So what about my life? What about my business? What about my study? What about this? That's fine. Do everything. But do it in what? In his presence. We're just talking, actually, again, I had like a beautiful hour and a half discussion today with a, with a lady that just reached out to us because she's searching, searching for relationship with Christ. And she's struggling with whatever she has uh, been practicing. And, and she wanted to, to, uh, to know more about orthodoxy. So, so we were talking about the idea again of, of what we said before, the idea of the liturgy after the liturgy, right? We're talking about the service and we're talking about, you know, how can, can orthodoxy is a life to live, not a practice to practice, right? It's not just those couple of hours that I have to, 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 to spend at church. I said, okay, here I am. I'm doing my duties. I'm doing my, my rituals. I come to church and I attend the liturgy and do this. No. I was telling her orthodoxy is... A life to live before anything else. And that life to live is with that mindset that we are, we have a heavenly calling. We are brothers and sisters. We are, he is our brother. And he said, as before, he said that I am not ashamed to call you brothers. Okay. But remember that you have a heavenly calling. So don't, don't, don't waste it. Right. Exactly, if you get, you know, my, my, my uh, Maria, my daughter, she's in Phoenix and she actually went to the last game of, uh, you know, the, the, and exactly, imagine if somebody has, has a ticket for the final, you know, for the game, and then he gave it to you and said, here you go, I want you to come with me. And you look at it and it's like, like, you're crazy. You know, what I paid for this ticket. You know, it's it's once in a time. We don't know when they will be to win the final fourth again, right? And and you're wasting this. Why? Because we're not appreciating this. We're not considering this. That's why the next verse right away says, "What well, consider Jesus? Consider Jesus." Right? So we have a heavenly calling. So how could you go and waste that call exactly? Can you get an invitation to a wedding, right? And it's a royal wedding. And you look at it like, oh, that's not good for me. Like, are you serious? <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. We have that heavenly calling. Here you go. There is a free ticket, free invitation. Come and enjoy. Come and come and come and have fun. <laughs> you know, come and eat. <laughs> come and dance. You know. And we run to those weddings right away. We we can't waste a chance and we can't waste an opportunity. Hey, I was invited. And if I'm not invited, I get so angry and so mad and how come so and so is invited and not invited and you get all this drama and all those things right 
how about this heavenly calling? We have a heavenly calling that you are called to be a heavenly person. So that's how we're starting the, the, the chapter. You know, based on what I've told you before, remember that you have a heavenly calling. And we are all brothers. And he is the big brother, right? He is the firstborn. And then because of that, because of that, then the next verse right away, or the next word right away has to be what? Consider. Consider. And that's a big, big, uh, big word that we have to stop at, right? What does that mean? Again, therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus. Consider Jesus. What do you think of that? I want to hear from you. Just those two words. Consider Jesus. What does it mean? What does it mean? What do you think? Any thoughts? Consider Jesus. To, um, yes, Martha. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. To consider, to think carefully about this. Think carefully. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Make a decision. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yes. Or to think critically, to critically think. Critically think, right? Analyze and, and, and not analyze, but. but Don't make a quick Don't make a decision. quick decision. Right? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Very good. Martha here is saying, "Be passionate about, it. consider, it. take, take your time." And, and 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 again, you have a beautiful and very, very, very valued invitation to so consider that. Right. Use the last. Yes. Yes. Very good. What else? Consider thinking. About it. What else? Almost sounds like. Um. It almost sounds like. That, yeah, <laughs> um, it almost sounds like a like a life motto. Like, what if we spent every day waking up and saying, "Consider Jesus," and what if we went out throughout our day and it, it almost like it almost helped guide us in the decision we make and in our reactions to people. In um, if we're getting upset with someone, thinking, "Consider Jesus." What does he say? He says that our enemy. Our only enemy is the devil and not the people that surround us and that these are his children. And when you're going through something that's troubling, thinking, okay, consider Jesus. Well, he tells me that I shouldn't fear and that he has everything under control. And who am I to think that he isn't above all of this when he makes all the planets stay in one place? And, then, and just like using it in every single scenario and suddenly life becomes just very simple. Because it's it's not it's not us. It's we're just considering Jesus. We're just little little people running around just considering Jesus. That's it. Little babies crying. <laughs> I love that, Hannah. That's 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 a very 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 important and beautiful way to look at it. Again, before anything, you know, if we really consider Jesus before anything, before any thoughts, before any word, before any action, before any reaction. <laughs> Consider Jesus. Exactly. Myrna is saying that he is giving us the free will. Consider it. It's your choice. Right? I will never push you. I will never you know, tell you to do it. But consider right? It's your choice. And again, remember, based on all what's above. Right? What else? Consider Jesus. Keep your eyes on him. Yes, yes. The eyes of the heart. You know, the, the consider attentively. One of the of the of the of the meaning. Fix one's eyes or mind upon. So gaze on him. Hmm? Take him as the author, as he said before in in chapter two, as we said, the author of faith, right? The author of salvation, the captain of salvation, right? So keep your eye on him. Right? Remember, in the old time when they had the, the were in the battle, you know. The, 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 there is always a person, not the leader, but the person that always, he is the, what do you call him? The banner, holding the banner with a horse, if you've seen movies or whatever, right? He is the one that's in front of the army and has that banner always. And the whole army is behind him, right? 
And if that person is down, if that banner is down, that means they are defeated, right? That's why when we, when we, when one of the, of, the, of the titles of the Lord in the Old Testament, he is our, he's the banner, right? So consider that, keep him in your sight in front of you all the time. Consider him all the time, look at him all the time. The problem when we disconnect, right? Most of our problems, when we are not considering Jesus, that's Hannah's sin, right? Anything, whatever we do, from a small lie into a big issue, but because we're not considering Jesus. Or you're not keeping him in the midst of us. Yes. Martha saying, how, how we really be, be, be creative and be practical, you know, in actually considering him all the time, right? And again, there are too many things to do. Right? Too many things to do in order to actually actively consider Jesus, right? And if you wake up with that mindset that what I, with God's grace, I want to consider Jesus in every single thing that I do today. Try to see and see your day is actually going in a different way. Speak up a little bit. Should I wait for um, questions till after? No, that's fine. Go, go as we go. Uh, well, I'm kind of confused about um, the, the, uh, I was, yeah, my understanding about the word holy, you, would, you only would use the word holy uh, for like super Mm, yes. So I would feel like I would almost feel like I could tell myself. Yes. Like, yes. Like you mentioned. Right. Oh, Martha's holy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, that is that is the reality. That is the reality, and that's why again St. Paul. So Martha is questioning again the word holy again, the meaning of that, right? Because it, it seems very. Uh, you know, if when you look at, at most of the of the of the epistles of Saint Paul, he in the introduction he called the, what the holy people, right? The saints, the saints. The saints. Is that, so it's not like no, it's actually the actual meaning of the word itself is sanctified, is set aside, set aside. So holy meaning set aside, and that's why God is holiest because He is the one that is the set aside. You know, He He you cannot approach Him unless you are in the same taking from him and being sanctified by him. So, so why do we differentiate? Why can't we say a holy or holy? Why do we say holy or holy? No, we shouldn't. We are all holy. But I'll give you a very good example. At the end of the liturgy, what do we say? The holy is for the holies, right? And when Abuna brings the pattern and hold the bread and hold the body and, 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 and cry out, say, the holy is for the holies, right? Some people actually, the holy things are for the holy ones. So it, it, it relates more, right? That means what? That the holies are for us who are holy. Like I'm not holy. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't even know how I'm approaching the, the, the mysteries. But because again, I've been in his presence throughout the liturgy, and the Holy Spirit is saying, that's why, again, when we pray the, the, the prayer of the descending the, the of the Holy Spirit, like the Holy Spirit will come upon us and upon the gifts and will sanctify them. I will change them and will manifest them. So we are sanctified by the work of the Holy Spirit. We are sanctified as people who are set aside for God. And we are sanctified by his righteousness. And that's why we become worthy. Not because I'm worthy because, hey, I had a good week. <laughs> last week, so now I'm worthy to come. No, reconsider, <laughs> right? Reconsider again. So yes, we are all saints, right? We are all saints. Why? Because we are all set aside for him. Whether we are not keeping this or not, you know, that's again, that's why consider Jesus. Right? Consider him because he is the one who will sanctify you, right? Consider Jesus that he is the one, okay? Any other questions so far in this part?
we come to the next passage, which, which, uh, or next part of the of the of the first <laughs> uh, verse. I was so optimistic singing with fair seven verses today. Um, Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in heavenly king, heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession. And here is again that question: Why is he calling Christ an apostle? Why? Hmm? He's everything, but specifically apostle. What is apostle? Teacher and what else? Okay, that's a good one. What else? What is the meaning of an apostle? Hmm? Follower? No, not follower. Deliverer, messenger, messenger, right? What else? Sent, exactly. Sent, right? So God the Father sent his son, the word. To us so in a way he is messenger right and he was sent out the actual the actual you know uh, time it was it was uh, mentioned in exodus chapter 3 uh and i think it's verse 10 you know by the way the 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 the, the, the title apostle was not really given to moses i mean it doesn't say anywhere that uh, moses the apostle or moses the, the prophet you know but he was sent out, right? So in, in Exodus, for example, Exodus 3, uh, verse 10, it says, and uh, come, I will send you to Pharaoh. Come, I will send you. I will send you as what? As a messenger, right? The actual word in, in Hebrew is shalah, which is to send, to, to send out, right? And in a way, in a way, so the, the messenger brings, when in this case, when Moses was sent to Pharaoh, he was sent to Pharaoh with what? With a message from God. So he's bringing God's words to, to Pharaoh, right? So in another way also, God, Christ, the son, is bringing God's message to us, right? And that's exactly what he was talking about in, in, in chapter one, that he is the imprint of his, right? Remember this? Meaning what? That he is bringing something from the Father to us. That's why I would just, you know, when we pray, when we pray a wedding, you know, we, we have anoint the, 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 the bride and the bridegroom with oil as a sign of what? Hmm? No, not unity. Who are, who are the one who were anointed in the, in, the, in the Old Testament? Kings and prophets. So the, 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 the couple now as one, they are in a way prophets. Like, what are you talking about? Are you, are you saying uh, heretics and heresies? No, in a way they are because they are taking from God and giving each other. And taking from God and giving to each other and then giving to the other, giving to their children, giving to their neighbors, giving to their family. So in a way, if I am, that's why we, 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 when we talk about now the, the spirit of prophecy, it's not the spirit of prophecy as spirit of foretelling the future, but the prophecy meaning what? The exhortation, the teaching, right? So I'm taking from God and giving, right? So in a way, we are all also prophets. <laughs> so now we learn that you are holy. Yeah. And you are a prophet. Yeah, and you can be an apostle. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to go out and say, Father Jacob is saying that. <laughs> he's, he, he's starting a cult now. <laughs> but yes, this is, this is why, this is why, you know, St. Paul here is saying that, you know, again, he's, he's telling them, you think of Moses as the apostle. No, Christ is the apostle, right? And Moses was just sent out by God, who is the father of the son, who are both one, <laughs> right? So he is saying that, again, he is much higher than, much better than. So how can you consider Moses as the, 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 the epic of, 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 of your relationship with God and you're, in a way, idolizing Moses and you cannot live what you've been taught? Because all what Moses was talking about was about Jesus, shadow of the things. Right. Yes, Thomas. 
things number one again is we never take one thing out of context right we cannot build as you said before we cannot build the whole theology based on one word because there'll be a disaster again you can just use this okay here it is that's that christ is an apostle so he's not god right so but you take the whole teaching the whole spirit right and you take also the reason remember again why he is why he is calling jesus as an apostle at this time for these people for that purpose right and that's again the danger of taking things out of context and building on it a faith or building on it a, 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 a belief right? he is again he is talking to christian people who are from jewish background who are about to leave their faith because and going back again to what they are used to worship including moses because they are afraid of the tribulation and the persecution and so forth so he's telling them no you you're thinking of moses as the faithful apostle Christ is an apostle also in the spirit and in the meaning of that God sent his own word to take a flesh in order to live with us, in order to bring and to teach and to show us who God is. Because as they know, as, as Jewish people, they would never and can never and can never even write the word of Yahweh, Jehovah, right? They cannot write the word God. You know, you see the G and the blank and the B, right? Even now. So, so through Christ, you're able to no God. So in that way, he is the sent, he's the messenger. That's exactly when you go back to Exodus and say, or, or, or Deuteronomy, I'm, I'm sorry, when it says that, uh, that we'll, I'll send you another prophet like you. And then, you know, our brother, the, the Muslim, said like, he, he so you talk about Muhammad. No, he's not talking about Muhammad. Right? So, so don't take just one thing out of context and build on it and justify something that is wrong. So, so we, we have to take the whole, the whole, uh, the whole teaching, right? And again, it's very, very important to know that he is why he is saying a specific word, which is again, as Dream mentioned, it's, it's 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 not we're not used to that. Why would you call Jesus as an apostle, right? We know Son of God, God the, the the Son, the Son of David, the King, right? But we're not like as, as you said, like you, you hear apostle and it's heavy to the ear. You're, you're downgrading him? <laughs> no. No, but I'm telling you again that this is again, the send out without a go again that he is also he is still God. Right? But there is a purpose for that. Right? That's, that's a very good point, uh, Thomas. Thank you. So here again, he's, he's, any other questions on this before I move on? Then is it clear? Why he's saying and why he's he's calling him uh, apostle? Okay. He's comparing to Moses, right? And he's saying also that yeah, that the word became man, and he was sent out as a messenger to bring God to the people. And also, he adds what? And here is also that that's another answer to your question, Thomas. Because right away he adds what that he is also what high priest. And he's trying to say also that at the time of Moses, was Moses both a prophet and high priest? What do you think? Was Moses both prophet and high priest? But he was not a high priest. Right? Yes. Aaron was the high priest. Right? So he was the messenger and Aaron was the high priest. Right? And there is both two functions. So he's saying that Christ is actually better than Moses because he's both, right? He's both. 
And as and as he he, he will say later on that uh, every high priest needs to offer a sacrifice on his own sins, but Christ being better and higher high priest, he doesn't need to offer anything. He offered himself on our behalf once and for all. Right? So here again, that there are papers inside. Yes, by the prince. Right. So here also in the same in the same verse, he's actually pointing out Christ and the names of Christ as a messenger and as a king and as a high priest. Right. So consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our confession. Apostle and high priest of our confession. What, what does our confession mean? Confessing him. So he is the apostle and high priest of our, of us confessing him. Okay. <laughs> I'm good at confusing people. Okay. Other translations see that's our profession, right? What is the profession? What is confession? When you profess, you confess. Okay. You're saying the word something to believe. So both go along each other, right? Uh, yes, Mark. I, I think that uh, there's a distinction. I think that one is independent. Like, I think that uh, um, to profess something, yes. you're just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't see it as like, for me, confessing is like, okay, I, like, listen, I've, I've done something. Okay. Wrong. Incorrect. Okay. Or, um, versus professing is like, listen, I need to profess my love to you, or something mm. like that. Mm. Versus confession is, you know, hey, actually, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I never really loved you. Versus something like that. Okay, that's a good point. Also, what else? I want to hear from you more. Profession, confession. What is confession? What is profession? And what, why? What is? What does he mean here by he's actually appointing and talking about Christ as the apostle and, and the, as the high priest, and then he adds of our. Confession. Declaring. So it's not confessing in the way that I'm confessing my own flaws, flaws or own weaknesses, but I'm making a, 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 a statement of faith. Okay. Exactly. Amen. 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 Oh, Una, it's Good like day. yes, yes. Stephanie, go ahead. I, I was going to say um, it's as if Christ is being declared like um, some sort of an absolute in that manner. Um, like as, especially with the words um, "faithful" that's mentioned a few times, not just once but twice, at least in these few verses. Um, yes. I noticed that, but it's like um, Christ is sort of an absolute in being considered. Um, like consider, we were talking about consider. So um, it's almost as if it's that, but it's not being said that way in its entirety. Like consider Christ, yes, but we're going to explain this to you. <laughs> you know, like we're going to uh, ask why. Why is this? Right. Right. So. That, that's a very good point also, Stephanie, is, is you know, that, that declaration that's, that's, and again, this is all based on what, what, what's, what's, what we've been talking about, right? So, okay, what else? <laughs> well, here it says, affirm uh, one faith in or allegiance Okay. Okay. So again, as you're saying, you know, declaring a statement or allegiance for for something. Okay. Okay. So let, let me ask you a, like a, a, a grammar question here, because I was looking at this, and 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 there are you can look at it as a subjective and as an objective, right? What does that mean? 
So if, if subjectively, our confession, who, what is the subject of the confession here? Us or what? Yes, who are we confessing? We're confessing him as an apostle and as a high priest, right? And what does that require for me to really confess him as an apostle and high priest? What does it, what does it require for me? Faith, exactly, faith. You need the right, right straight on, Martin. faith, because this is, and that's what he'll talk about later on, right? Faith. So I'm confessing, well, I'm not seeing him. Well, I'm still struggling. Well, my life is still miserable. Well, I'm still doing this and this and this and that. But I still have to be what? Faithful also. Because as, as Stephanie said, he repeats that, that, that word several times. And he says that as Moses was faithful, he was also faithful to, to his father. And that's a, that's a different concept also. You know, we don't think, okay, like that, well, we said that the, the son and the father are, are, are one. But why is St. Paul here talking about that he was faithful to the one who sent him? How is that? Because he said exactly that, that it's your will, that none of these will be lost, exactly. So I'm faithful that I will deliver them. So I'm confessing him as he is my apostle, he is my high priest. What does it mean again? That he is bringing God to me. He's bringing the message from God to me. And he's bring, as a high priest, he's bringing me to God. And this is the, 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 the work of the priest, right? The priest is the bridge who brings people to, to God. I bring the people and put them in front of God in my prayer. Right? So he's saying that he is faithful in doing that. And that's what I'm confessing, right? That I know that I have a high priest that he will offer and he offered himself and he will bring me to, to the father, right? And in, in, as, as an objective also, the profession is again, what we are professing through our life, right? So here we have a couple of things. I'm professing him as he is mine and I'm confessing or professing him also through my behavior, through my life, through my love to the others. But I'm saying that he is the one, he is, he is the one, no, nobody else. I'm not, I'm not still looking at, at Moses, right? I'm not looking at, as we said early on in the beginning, I'm not looking at, at something to idealize in order to make me feel good about it. So here he's saying again, consider that. Consider that 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 you 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 need to in order to consider him, you need to have that faith that he is an apostle, he is a high priest. And then when 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 I am experiencing that and knowing that and knowing that he is that for me, I will be confessing that, I'll be professing that, right? And that's what he's talking about here. Again, he is talking to Christian people who want to leave, right? Or want to go back again to things that they think that will be enough for them to be saved away from Christ. Right? And that's why I'm saying it's very, very relevant to us because a lot of times because of, of, of life struggles and everything, we forget that he is the high priest, that he is God, that he is the one and I try to do things on my own to do what to gain that salvation again. That's why later on in the same chapter, he said, like, you have not entered to his rest. Right? You're, not, you're not resting in him. Right? Why? Because you are trying to, again, you idolize things. And you forget totally that I am there for you. Right? That I will cry, well, I will run to catch and to help that crying baby. That I've been through what you've been through. I've been betrayed. I've been beaten. I've been crucified. I've been hungry. I've been tested. I've been tempted. I've been everything. So consider that. And profess that. 
live it as that's what I was saying early on. And that's again the beauty that orthodoxy is not just dogmas and faith and rituals, it's a life to live based on that. And, 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 and empowered by all the grace through what the church has given us in order to continue to be on the right path. So that's, that's what he's, he's saying here that, that, that confess and profess that he is, he is an apostle, he is a, is, is a high priest, but not only any apostle and high priest, he is what faithful, faithful. And not even, even, and then he's, he continued that, that comparison again between Moses and between Christ. Moses was faithful, but Moses was faithful as what? As a servant, not as a son, right? Right? And that's why, why is he saying that? But, but let me go back again to the last thing before we go today. Uh, that, that's, as I said, verse four, which is in parentheses here, for every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. You know, I was reading, you know, some some scholars about this. It said, like this verse. I mean, if you take this verse out of the of, out of the passage, the passage will still go, will flow smoothly, right? So, why why is this verse here? To distinguish God as as creator, as the head again, right? So it's like yes, it's it's it's, uh, it's what what do you call it? Like it's uh, it's in the middle as uh, as as uh, addition. But, uh, but again, because before that, he says that Jesus has been counted worthy, more glory than Moses, right? And then he continued after this, was Moses was faithful. And in the middle, he puts verse four, for every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is. So remember that. And that's the reason again to do what? To consider him, right? And the reason again to profess him, because there, is, there has to be a head for everything. There has to be a source for everything. There has to be a builder for every house, right? But remember that the builder of everything is whom? Is God. Yes, because later on he said, Andy, the house is you, <laughs> right? In verse six, and we are his house, right? If indeed we hold fast, we'll talk about this more. But but today, again, just a just couple of things. Again, that we are all... Reminder that we are all we are all his brothers, and he is the brother. Yes, did you want to say something else? No, okay. We are all holy because we are set aside for him. We have that heavenly calling. It's not any call. So, so consider that. Right? Understand that. Don't just you know, throw the, 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 the invitation in the garbage because <laughs> you might not get another chance. Right? Again, you know, exactly, if you're going through the mail and you have that important invitation because you're careless, you're not considering, you're not knowing that you're waiting for something and you throw it in the garbage. And then my wife comes like, have you seen the invitation? Like, I haven't seen anything. <laughs> and she looks at my, uh, my office trash and it's right there in the trash. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's very important. Very important, consider that because that's, that's, that's your heavenly calling. It's not just any call. It's a royal, as we were talking last week, royal generosity, right? With Moses, with uh, Solomon and, and, uh, and uh, Sheba. Yes. So consider that, knowing that, consider him that he is the creator, that he is the one, that he is the author, that he is the imprint of God. He is the radiant of the, of the image of God. Consider that in everything that you do. And knowing not only that, but knowing also that he is what? He is the creator, he's the apostle, he's the messenger, and he is the high priest. But not any apostle, not any high priest, he is their one, right? And he is the faithful, faithful to his father. Because we always think that God is faithful to us, right? But we're looking at it now in, in what? That Christ is faithful, the son is faithful to the father. To the father why because he continued the will of the father and he said you know what let not be my will but your will because i came for that purpose that everyone no one should what should vanish right no one should vanish and based on that you ought to profess and confess right you cannot you cannot realize all this you cannot consider all this and then stay quiet you cannot you have to confess that.
confess it by behavior and confess by subjectively that he is the one. And you finished two verses. <laughs> Congratulations. Any questions? Uh, 211 211 that the 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 holy or the the saint the what yeah go ahead and read it for both he that sanctifies and they who are sanctified are all one yes 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 let's let's read this verse again because this again go back goes back again to 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 martha's question here right uh Let's bring it here again. So uh, Hebrews 2, 11. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have, or are one, or here all have one source. So they are one, right? That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers because we are sanctified by him, right? It's again, the vine and the branches, we are one, right? This is what we do when we partake from the holy. That's why we say the holies are for the holy, right? And that's why we are sanctified, and that's why we are we are renewed every time, in order to. But but with all that in mind, again consider him, consider him as the author, as the one, as the only one, as the the, the source of everything. And with that, you will start to really experience him in 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 your life as the messenger and as the high priest, right? And you start to. Confess, start to profess. It's like everything is flowing to the other. It's like, right? It's, it's life. And that's what I'm saying again. It's life to live. Right? I consider, I know, I understand. I know that his, my sanctifi sanctification is from him and through him. And that's why I will live my life to it, to witness for him. Nothing else. Because I know that I have that heavenly call. Amen. Questions or answers or objections? What's for the week? What's for the week? I think, I think as Hannah said, consider Jesus. <laughs> right, Hannah? We take one thing always every week, kind of like we, we focus on and we live by it. And I think, again, just having that, that consider Jesus is very, very, uh, unless somebody has another thought. It's very powerful, yes. Okay. Consider him, everything. Yes, you're done? Okay. <laughs> you want to say something, Elizabeth? Yeah, sorry. I was trying to unmute myself. Uh, sorry. I, I just didn't want you to sign off before bringing up next week. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So go ahead, Elizabeth. Has a, she, she has a proposal for us. Oh. For people who are in person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so online or in person. Um, and we can, we can try to we can try to put it on Zoom. Uh, I don't know how strong my um, Wi-Fi is <laughs> um, outside, but um, I live kind of in the country down south of Lakeville. And I was wondering if people would want to come over on Friday um, next week and do, we can do a bonfire or if it's too hot, just hang out. Um, but just to do something different or, you know, for people who might feel like being inside together is a little too close, social distancing wise or whatever, just for a change of scenery, whatever. Um, but I'd be happy to host. If it's gonna be too hot, we could maybe, if people were okay with it, we could do 7.30 instead of 6.30 or eight or something. Um, I'm open to whatever. Um, and if it's just too hot and we don't want to do outside at all, we can wait until like October. Um, I just wanted to put it out there because my mom finally has the yard ready and feels okay for people to see it. <laughs> We've been working pretty hard on it. So it's, it's up to everybody. Yeah. Thank you very much for the invitation. We'll, uh, I'll get the sense of the people here also and see and uh, we'll, uh, we'll confirm with you. Okay. Uh, everything yes. yeah that sounds good mm -hmm. okay let you know uh after i talk to the people here and see what uh, sounds what good we can do s'mores vegan ones for fasting or whatever so it's all Sorry, good yes. <laughs>
Thanks, Elizabeth. Okay. Anything else? Okay. Okay. Let's pray. Uh, Stephanie, good to have you. Hope to uh, have you uh, again and again and again. <laughs> and you can uh, welcome to join us all the time for sure. Okay. In the name of the Father and Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, and Lord, hear us when we see it. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Give us this day our day. Forgive us our trespasses. Forgive those who trespasses. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us. Thy the kingdom, power, the glory, now for the ages of all ages. Amen. Go in peace. Thank you, guys. Good to see you. Thank you, Buna. Bye-bye. Thanks, Abuna. Thank you. Thank you, Abuna. Thanks, Nora. Good to see you. Thank you, Abuna. Good night. Thank you, Abuna.